Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Lion's Den University Report. We're uh, doing this interview during the Christmas season and lots of music. And uh, I'm here today in Anvil, Pennsylvania, uh, in the office of a professor in the music department, uh, Dr. Shelley Mormon-Stallman. And uh, she's here at uh, Lebanon Valley College, um, uh, as I said, in Anvil, Pennsylvania, in a rural kind of setting uh, where the, the uh, college is kind of central to this community. And uh, Shelley, thanks for joining us for the broadcast today. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, uh, music is uh, something that uh, we enjoy, especially at Christmas time, it seems. There's lots of concerts and all whatnot going on. And, and actually, the, uh, the disc, uh, the SD card I'm using to uh, record our interview today on my equipment uh, just uh, was the one I used for uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Terry Ewell uh, from uh, the uh, Towson University campus in the music department. He's in the oboe, but mm-hmm. uh, you're not in the oboe. <laughs> that, I, was, I thought that was very unusual. He even described in our interview, he described what an oboe looks like to anyone in the audience who might not be familiar with that instrument. But uh, you, you work with uh, more familiar instruments, don't you? Yes, I uh, work with a pipe organ and piano, and I also direct the handbell ensemble here at Lebanon Valley. We uh, recently did our Christmas of the Valley uh, services, and that was um, a concert this past weekend that we had and included all of the choirs here at Lebanon Valley, as well as the handbell ensemble, and my organ students were part of the preludes. And it was great to um, have all the students involved in that. It's something that we come together as a community, and uh, the choir directors really worked to have uh, music of all ethnic backgrounds, and we had some... um, interesting music from Russia as well as from uh, different um, Africa and various places. And then, of course, the handbells are more recent tradition that we have in the Christian worship services. And they played uh, a variety of pieces. And so uh, our Christmas of the Valley is a very special event for us at Christmas time here. Great, great. And, uh, of course, the Christmas music reminds us uh, that God and and uh, God the Son, Jesus Christ, uh, have inspired uh, much uh, Christian and uh, Christmas music, and uh, that uh, is uh, a part of our faith. It talks about uh, singing and uh, using instruments in the Bible, doesn't it? Sure does. From the earliest uh, testaments, that talks about Jesus, or about uh, the use of uh, music with uh, in dancing as well. And uh, when Moses uh, crossed the sea, there was dancing and uh, singing by all the people. Right. And uh, even I think there are a couple of songs. Uh, well, the Psalms are the, the Psalms list are, of yes, songs uh-huh. in the there's Old there's Testament. A whole series of uh, scriptures that relate to singing in the Old Testament. Right, great. And uh, it says singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord in, I think, Ephesians as well, mm-hmm. that God, uh, that's one of the ways we worship is in uh, using music. And uh, so you're a follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, I am. I was raised as a Methodist and then have been involved in many uh, different denominations as a church musician. I've been involved in uh, Episcopalian, Catholic, uh, Presbyterian, uh, Lutheran, as well as Methodist. Right. Okay. And you're in a Methodist church now where you uh, are a mu- music minister as well. What are your functions there? Uh, we have a, a very small uh, church choir, uh, this adult choir. Um, it also has... Um, 
uh, a, a paid quartet, and I often invite the students from Lebanon Valley College to participate that, in that, and that gives me an opportunity to help show them some uh, styles of music and worship, as well as them an opportunity to uh, serve a church and um, f- f- uh, go on with their careers. Great. And now, how long have you been here at Lebanon Valley College, and uh, what was your training before coming here? Actually, I will be here 20 years in January. Congratulations. uh, Yes. And I have an undergraduate in piano performance, then a master's and doctorate in organ performance pedagogy. All right. And where did you do those studies? I did my undergraduate at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and then the others in um, University of Iowa and Iowa City. And right after I finished my degree in Iowa City, I had a full-time church job uh, in a Presbyterian church in Iowa City. And that was a a 40-hour week job where I had multiple choirs of children all the way through adults and handbell choirs of all ages, brass ensemble, and the organ. And I always wanted to be able to teach uh, young people how to do church music. And so I was always looking for a a teaching job. And then when this one came available, it seemed to be uh, the right mix of the types of things I would be teaching here. And so we moved here for this particular job from Iowa. Right. Okay. And uh, I also understand you've gotten involved internationally, uh, perhaps in particular with the country of Brazil. Uh, How did uh, that come about? Well, when I was 18 years old, my family hosted a girl from Brazil, and um, we became like sisters, and I thought I would never see her again. And uh, about four years ago, she found me through Facebook, of all things, and we started uh, talking. And so we planned a, a trip to visit her, and while we were there, I was just planning to uh, to do some uh, sightseeing and yet at one point I saw a church on the hill and I said let's go visit that so we went inside and inside that church was a beautiful pipe organ of, of a French uh, design that was from Cavai Cole of the 19th century and I had studied those particular organs when I was in college and when I immediately saw that organ and saw that it did not lo- no longer function I felt like calling from God to go back there so in uh, the following year, I had a sabbatical from teaching. I had planned to go to France, but mm, okay. uh, God changed those plans, and I right. went to Brazil instead okay. and spent uh, about three months uh, playing concerts and calling attention to the need to restore those organs. And while I was there, I also did a lot of teaching to students and met these wonderful Brazilian students and saw that they needed opportunities for for their um, ministry and music to be able to come to the United States, see some of our organs and see some of our um, great liturgy that we have here and the different types of church music and to bring them here and then to take them, let them go back to their country and um, put that into action. So I came back and created a, a plan of three weeks that they would come here to study. And as part of the application process, they had to write what they plan to learn in the United States and how they would use it in their country. Right. Because what I wanted to make sure is that the students wanted to give back to their country and not just to come to the United States. And it was really uh, moving to see the types of, of, of letters that they would write about what they wanted to do and how they wanted to help their own country and, and the young people and help them learn more music. And they came here this in January this year for three weeks. And it was an awesome experience for not only myself and those students, but also for the students here at Lebanon Valley College. And they felt a real um, connection with the students. And we're always talking about uh, intercultural relationships. 
And I think we can't talk about it. We have to let our, let our students um, find uh, friendships. And through those students coming over here, they made friends. Great. And that cr created a, um, a sense of global um, mission sure. to, to their lives. And then in June this year, uh, I took five Oregon students from Lebanon Valley College to Brazil, and we did pipe organ encounters. And that is a, a, a venture where you sh show the organs to uh, young people and let them see the organs and you talk about them. So we did that. And then in uh, just la last week, I guess, over Thanksgiving break, I took four Lebanon Valley students to do a three-day uh, handbell workshop in Brazil. And we um, introduced handbells to this community, Cubatau. Um, handbells are very exciting for Brazilians because mm. it's something that they don't have very much in Brazil is handbell choirs. Right. And so while the students were here in January, they loved the handbells. And so they're working hard to try to get more handbell choirs in Brazil. So this particular student, Bruna, had created a, um, a proposal and a, to be able to do a fundraiser to, um, to get a scholarship to be able to have this handbell workshop there. So we had three, uh, four of our students go, and we gave this workshop in Cubatau. We will also be hosting um, the students who came in January. will come back this coming January to have a part two of the course. And we'll learn more about church music and uh, more about things that they began to have questions after they were here for three weeks and they wanted to come back to learn some more. And so okay. that's kind of a, a nutshell of what my uh, work with music in Brazil is. Great. Okay. And, and music is a, a common language in some ways. And do you speak Portuguese now? or? Yes, I do. Um, I when I was there the first time, I heard that language, uh, and I just thought it was so musical. It's such a pretty language, and it has like a lilt to it. So I wanted to learn that, and I kind of became obsessed with trying to learn the language. And as an adult, it's a little trickier, but was able to kind of uh, master at least a conversational and basic written knowledge. And so I'm able to communi communicate to the students. Last year, when they were here in Jan or this year, when January, we uh, I spoke in Portuguese with them and taught in Portuguese with them. And this year, they've been working more on their English skills, and they hope to participate in more of the other classes here with the teachers right. who will be speaking in English Great. with them. Great. Okay. And the world is getting smaller. That's but, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, a couple of things that you mentioned uh, before we turned on the recorder. Uh, one is your concern for uh, compassion and concern for people with alcoholism. And tell us how you got that burden and uh, maybe some of the things that you're doing in relation to that. Mm, yes. Um I actually have a, a very close friend who uh, suffers from alcoholism, and um, as part of this working with them and helping them through this illness, I realized that we all have addictions that we struggle with, and so one of mine could be actually uh, addicted to sugar, loved to eat uh, cookies. If I opened a cookie, <laughs> bag of cookies, one cookie would turn into 20. Right. <laughs> so I told the, the person, I said, uh, how about... Um, We'll both work on this together. I won't eat sugar and you won't drink. And we'll kind of keep track of counting the days and see how we go. So we began that journey. And that's been about a year and a half ago that I began uh, without eating sugar. And each time I... You can do that, huh? <laughs> well, after you get past that first six weeks, your, your, your mind kind of loses the interest of eating sugar. Right. So it gets easier. And there's ways of eating fruit, of course. I still eat natural sugar. It's just I, I don't see. eat processed sugar. Right. Um, 
And this particular person felt that um, it made them more connected to have someone that was working toward this project with them. And I try to, um, when people ask me when I go to a party, why aren't you going to eat the cake? I explain that I'm doing this to kind of um, call attention that we all need to um, uh, support those who suffer from alcoholism because it's a, a disease that we don't quite understand and it's, it's something that we have to help each other through and to realize that they're working hard and we should not have a, an issue with a mental illness. Uh, I might also add as a personal note that I have a brother that was um, committed suicide from um, mm. mental illness and that's something that's affected our family and I've also been involved with trying to um, raise awareness for depression and um suicide awareness. Um, I've done some recitals of uh, uh, composers who have suffered from mental illness at some point throughout their life and um, helped us to see through that because we have a real stigmatism as a society about mental illness. And we can easily say our our friend suffers from cancer and everyone can gather together. But Mm -hmm. when you say someone suffers from depression right we have a little bit of different feeling as a society so i feel that as a christian i want to try to help others who have those illnesses and try to help them through it right and uh, we featured a guest uh, not too long ago dr jay lynch down at the university of florida uh, in the uh, medical college there who spoke about even doctors have a high suicide rate and uh, how he was suicidal at one point, even though yeah, all these things looked good on the outside in his life, uh, yet he was very much struggling. And uh, the fact that uh, uh, he finally brought it out in a conversation, not even intending to, and uh, and it began to be addressed, and he uh, got help that mm-hmm. way. Yes. And so uh, we, we do have that compassion of Christ. Well, my guest for this broadcast has been Dr. Shelley Mormon-Stallman. And uh, we're here at Lebanon Valley College in Anvil, Pennsylvania. Join us again as we'll continue this conversation on our next broadcast. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844 or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.